0: I love you. Gingerfolk, ladies and men. We're glad to have you here again. So please, won't you come on in and sit with us here on the couch? I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh.
1: And I am the Faceless Leon. Ooh. I have no <gasps> face. And I, so and how did sad. I sniff?
0: <gasps> how did you sniff indeed? And you're sniffing because this is the last episode of the year, everybody. <laughs> 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 I'm so happy it's to see 2021 go. Year. It's been such a year. <laughs> and I got to say, I'm going to apologize up front to all you lovely couch potatoes who are tuning in for our, uh, this won't be coming out New Year's Eve, but our, you know, our end of the year finale here yeah uh both of us we just got through with long drives we just had our holidays and uh you know it was nice after christmas yeah it was it was nice it was relaxing i got to see my fan uh my immediate family i I did not stay long enough to see my extended family and to them i apologize but uh yeah i had a lot of shit to get done at home and i didn't want to be in a giant you know public group gathering so i apologize
1: yeah. for that yeah i didn't go to but... the big gathering that was going on for my family either <coughs> even though my mom was the host um at yeah. first i i know she was not too keen about it but they understand my my wife has an autoimmune disease and i mean we're just we can't stop being careful i i don't think exactly. any of us should have stopped being careful personally but you know that's not <laughs> My call to Air uh, right. Force,
0: but yeah, we got a anything. we got a big episode here, and uh, we got Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Yeah, that's the thing is, it's like it's a huge episode ahead of us. We're gonna talk our last three films of the year, and then mm-hmm. we're gonna talk our favorites of the year and our, our least favorites of the year. But uh, the the problem is, we're very low energy, so we're cruising on this one, guys. It's yeah. cruise control. Yeah. We chilling. Just this just come one, here, chill with
1: us. You might not want to watch this one on your morning drive. Or listen, rather. Because, you know, we might put <laughs> you asleep. No, we're not going to be that boring, <laughs> I'm sure.
0: We got such droll voices. <laughs> we'll talk to you so smoothly. Beep,
2: boop, beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. It
0: is time to go to sleep, beep. Mr. Anderson. Beep, beep, boop.
1: <clears throat> we didn't watch that <laughs> one.
0: I did not watch that one. What I did watch, to get into it, uh, to my green catch-up, my lovely segment where I will watch a movie that you are unable to see, you being the faceless Leo, not you, none the of lovely you, None potatoes. of you
1: can see this movie. None of you can see this. It is, movie. is only for the green probably, traveler.
0: <laughs> but a lot of you have probably seen this movie, actually, because the my green catch-up of the day is Spider-Man No Way Home. No Way Home. No Way Home. No Way Home. Yeah. I can't yeah, I can't talk you. too
1: much about this. The,
0: the, yeah. They, I mean, that's the those, problem.
1: That trickery.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Director, I think the director's name is John Watts. And he has this entire you know, this is his his home trilogy, I guess, for Spider-Man. Is right. it's, it's wrapping it up. I don't know, maybe he'll come back for a fourth film. I don't I don't know if they've decided on a fourth Spider Man film and director and everything yet. But I can't really say much about this because it is spoiler. Heavy as fuck. But I will say that uh, because I don't want to get too much into it. We're not going to talk it back and forth. So, allow me to just say up front, I really enjoyed it. I think the story was underwhelming. But the character stuff, what they did with the characters is really fascinating. And there are some just absolute awesome moments that, you know, I got to see this in a theater. Sadly, it was packed. And, you know, sadly, you know, people sat – like, I made it all the way to the fucking – movie starting before somebody sat beside me i was like i'm good i'm good the lights are down the previews have gone through i'm good and then these two fuckers came and they just sat right next to me and they (laughs) pulled out beers and they drank beers (laughs) and and one of them even like leaned over to me and and whispered hey i'm sorry we sat next to you but would you like a beer would that make up for it and i was like i don't i don't drink so no but thank you (laughs) i guess
1: (laughs) thanks i guess
0: I kind of I kind of wanted to be like that that preppy like, you know, nerdy asshole who's just like, you do know that theaters that's the only way they make money is through the concessions and you bringing in your own your own drink is kind of a dick move. Uh, I did not do that, but I kind of wanted to.
1: Well, I probably would uh, throw but- a beer in your face. <laughs> Probably,
0: but then at the same time, it would have just been hypocritical because I have definitely brought outside shit into a theater before.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: uh Never, never alcohol. I mean, we would no, never have done that. No, none <laughs> no. of us. We
1: have done that.
0: <laughs> great and powerful Oz.
1: No. Uh,
0: but that's that's all I got to say about uh Secret uh review.
1: great and powerful Spider Man.
0: oh jeez. Yeah, we we totally did not bring <laughs> alcohol to that movie. Um. But Spider-Man No Way Home, it was quite fascinating. They did a lot of fun stuff. Uh, I kind of wish they had focused more on certain characters rather than the characters they did focus on. But And then I kind of don't like the ending. The The ending, uh, in my opinion, was a bit of a letdown. The ending say.
1: blows. That's what he's saying, guys. The yeah, is, yeah, yeah. The ending kind of blows. Yeah,
0: but I, I give it three stars. It still, oh, it still did a lot. Pretty and pretty good
1: for a bad ending. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing, is the the shit they did leading up to that bad ending was very fun. There was a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, I recommend it, especially if you've gotten this fucking far into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Why the fuck not?
1: Unfortunately, I've uh, had a lot of spoilers my way, but I won't do, uh, add those spoilers on here um, yeah. because that would be rude. But
0: uh, That's kind of why I decided, because like, I was kind of thinking, I'm just going to wait until this one's on Disney, even right. though it's going to be 45 months. And then, like, day one of it being out, I was like, I went to Reddit just to check the news, like I normally do. Reddit's not really the best place to check the news, but that's just (laughs) what I do. And, like, I went there just to see if there's anything big. And the first thing I saw was something that almost spoiled something, but, like, it didn't actually, but, like, it said spoilers within. And I was like, no, no, I don't want this. I gotta go see this movie then, because I know it's just gonna be, it's gonna plaster the internet. It I'm sure gonna have something did. spoiled
1: dude it plastered the internet before it even came out all the spoilers yeah. I knew I knew it before it even came out and it's like I don't know I mean I, like a lot of the spoilers have to do with the multiverse that <clears throat> so a Idea. lot of people who are listening are gonna know what I'm talking about because it's all over the fucking yeah. internet
0: <laughs> well a lot of people who are listening have probably already seen this if they even cared about it <laughs> that's true <laughs>
1: It was huge, man. It's doing great.
0: Well, you know, uh, so, that was
1: a nice little green ketchup. I feel like that was yeah. just enough to stick your potato fingers into. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah. And now we're, now we're ready to jump on in to our final three uh, films of the year. And uh, let's start with one that was a bit of an accident on our end. Uh, we thought this came out an this accident? year. It, oh, it okay. did come out this year. It did come out this year. That, it, it was just. It was I think a th- it
1: still counts for that very reason.
0: Yeah, I do too. I just don't remember how we were counting at the beginning of the year because this is one of those COVID films. It's it's I care a lot. All these films are on Netflix. Straight up, yeah, we'll say that, that if you want to go check these films the out. Yeah, 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 and uh, it, I care a lot came out on Netflix in February, so it is a 2021 release. But it's one of those COVID films that was meant to be released last year. I don't know how we were scheduling it. So, as an end of the twenty twenty one year uh, review,
1: oops, our bad. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because what we were hoping to do, I don't think you really uh, gave them the context of how we messed up. Like we we were planning on Uh-oh. doing new movies from this year that we hadn't seen yet that we hadn't talked yeah, about. Uh, yeah, yeah, a end of the year catch up is is what yeah, we're it's kind
0: do. of. It's something I enjoy doing because, you know, last year I looked at the l- amount of movies I watched and I felt really bad about how small the new releases were. Right. And so, I was like, you know, I was like, I want to pad these numbers. And so, we did that last year. We watched three more films that were made yeah. in 2020 to pad the numbers. And, you know, this year rolled around. I was like, I kind of want to do that again. We did much better this year. We watched yeah. some, I think it was 40, uh, including Hawkeye and Wheel of Time, which will be releasing those reviews next year. Uh, but including those, I think we, I at least watched 45 different new projects. I think you watched wow. 40 or 42. So, yeah, like, we did pretty and good. Yeah,
1: I probably watched something that was made this year that you didn't watch, because
0: Yeah, I'm yeah, there's probably it. a lot of that. I don't,
1: I don't know I off the top of my head what to mention. Uh. Yeah. But anyhow, let's get into it. Let's talk about Yeah, let's talk i care i care a lot. a lot do you wanna do you wanna do this one
0: yeah, yeah i'll do my best it's uh um written and directed by Jay blakeson i don't know if j is if there's a first name but for whatever reason i just wrote down the initial j
1: it's it that's blakeson. what it says on uh i am the okay blakeson.
0: fabulous i was hoping that i was not being like the most lazy when i was writing this but that's good uh written and directed by J uh Jay Blakeson, starring Rosamund Pike, Peter Dinklage, uh Eliza Gonzalez, Elsa, Elsa Gonzalez, Chris Messina, and Diane Weist. Weist, Weist, West Weist. Anyways, I care a lot. It Bye. is about Rosamund Pike, who is a con artist, uh, who basically you know, she swindles uh elderly individuals. She, she- yeah.
1: She drives them into swoops the home in, swoops with a stick. She yeah, she swoops kind of like in, takes over their side. guardianship. Sorry, in, what? She's got this judge on her side. Uh, yeah, yeah. She swoops she
0: in. It. She takes over. She swoops in, takes over their guardianship. And this judge um, thinks she is like a very good power of attorney. He, he thinks she is very good custodian for uh, elderly individuals. He loves her, and so you know she comes in. She argues this case how this person doesn't have responsible family or family to take care of them and then takes these perfectly healthy and sin- like mentally sound elderly individuals and locks them up into a retirement home and takes all of their life savings and yep. that is that is her character and then one day she does this to a an elderly woman i believe it's probably Diane Weiss it's i'm not Diane, sure
1: i think it's Weiss I'm not sure.
0: But, yes, that's who it is. Sorry. Jennifer Peterson. Yes. Jennifer Peterson. Is the character's name. She didn't didn't do her research well enough because she just saw this old lady who had a lot of money. They knew that she was sitting on a lot of money. And and maybe something else. Apparently no kids. And so she does her thing. She puts them in a retirement home. She goes, checks out this woman's safety security boxes and finds a shit ton of diamonds stashed in a book. And that's where Peter Dinklage comes in. And, uh, I mean, I think it's part of the film summary, so it's not a yes. spoiler to say that Peter Dinklage is her son. Is Diane Weist's son. Weist. Right. I'm so sorry. I'm just going to say Diane. Or what was the character's name? Jennifer. Jennifer. I'll say Jennifer. Okay. Yeah, nice Jennifer. And, and Jennifer his Peter's
1: name is Roman Lunvoy. Yeah. No, excuse me. Lenyev, and he's with the the russian mafia
0: yeah the russian mafia it's so good uh and uh, but you know he's not a great person either you know they both have their rosamund pike and peter dinklage's characters both have their very dark sides they're not like dark people. sides
1: Th- that's mostly yeah. what they are is very dark sides this is this is a movie about the underbelly of society uh yeah. like it's so underbelly that it's overbelly. You know what I mean? It's it is the like the the c- coat of fleas that hangs over the top of the world's back. Okay? Yeah. And and they originated from the belly, but they, they came up onto the back. <laughs> and now we just don't the clothing. See them. We don't see them. They're cloaked the behind <laughs> the curtain of evil, despicable things that we don't yeah. like to look at.
0: And it's... And I think that is this film's biggest problem. So, like, the, the finish of the summary is that Peter Dinklage is now going after uh, Rosamund Pike, like hardcore, Marla. to try to get his mom Pike.
1: What? Marla is her, her character's name. Marla oh, right, right.
0: Yeah, yeah. And... and it, and he's just – he's going after her hardcore to get his mom back, but also to basically ruin her. And hes he gives her, you know, ch- shots. He gives her chances where he's just like, I will give you like $5 million if you just give me my mom back and get the fuck out of here. And, you know, Rosemont Pike's like, well, if you're willing to offer $5 million, that means you probably got $50 million. So, I want $50 million. You know, that's just, yeah. just how – they play this game. And the problem with this movie is – I think it's trying to make me sympathize with Rosamund Pike's I character.
1: Know. I know, and I yeah. just can't. I uh, can't. It's yeah, like she's, she's she's put in situations.
0: Awkward. Yeah, she's too fucking awful, and like she's put in these situations where it's like, uh, you, you know, it's 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 kind of like the can she get out from this uh, hole she's dug herself into? Right. Yeah, that's this Which kind of is film.
1: Interesting. Like I found interest in it, but I did not yeah. like her. I kind of wish. I did not like her. I kind of wish that, you know, Dinklage killed she her. Kept... I... Yeah, she just stayed I'm in not, the hole. No spoilers. That'd be nice. Of what happens. Yeah. I was. Uh, uh, well, what I yeah, mean no. is I was kind of rooting for Dinklage. But I didn't like Dinklage because uh, Roman, his character, is a total hothead. And, like, yeah. he's a gangster, so, you know, it yeah. works. Um, and it is kind of awesome to watch peter jinklage rage out on his lackeys but i thought i i i i wish there was more legitimate reasons for his anger but i guess you know your mom being held hostage is a pretty legitimate reason
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> but,
1: like it also it felt very weightless
0: because he's supposed yeah. to be this like crazy awesome mob you know boss kind of thing or mafia boss uh you know he's supposed to have a lot of power and intimidation but he has like four lackeys and they suck they do suck and like yeah and like every time he tries to do something it typically does not work out well and then there's this one scene with him and Rosamond where he's got you know he's finally got Rosamond tied up I don't want to give too many spoilers away here but he's finally they're having a you know one-on-one conversation they've kind of realized that they are the same person basically right and that scene is pretty good I like that there's some good moments in that scene yeah, uh, but it it's just it doesn't carry weight, you know. It's right. just like he, he I love Peter Dinklage, and I do think he made a good mafia member. He just needed to have some kind of good lackeys who actually accomplished shit when he sent them out to do things. Right,
1: right. Uh, I feel like uh, the his lack of competent crew kind of made him feel a little less competent. Yeah. Uh, when he exactly. was supposed to be like this big, big bad guy.
0: Yeah, and that's just I kinda just wanted to see the, you know, the bad guy. I kinda wanted to see yeah. this competent individual chase this woman down. And it would have be been more you know, maybe I wouldn't have cared about her character, but been, it would it would have been more intense and, and, and intriguing if it was more if there was more at stake, if he was more villainous, more powerful. But instead, I'm just like I don't, I don't care about this character yeah, I don't play between like these, these two
1: people. Which you know we keep on like totally downing on these characters. Uh, the acting was excellent in the movie. Yes, yes. I, I, I thought you know Rosamund and, and Peter did a excellent job, and so did Diane. Um, I mean, I feel like everybody else is honorably mentioned because they're not really in focus. Uh, right, but I thought that their performances were really interesting and kind of fun. But I just, I it didn't make these unlikable characters likable.
0: No, yeah, I I'm whole wholehearted in agreement there because that was the thing. Is like I love Rosamund Pike. Yeah,
2: but sometimes she chooses.
0: In, I think, right, right now, anyways. yeah, pretty much. But like she, she just she chooses some roles, and this is one of them that I'm just like, no, this isn't. I don't know. This wasn't. This wasn't a very. I was always intrigued as to what was going to happen next with this film, mm-hmm. but I was not entertained by this film. Yeah, I was very annoyed left me with by this bad film.
1: Feeling in in my mouth because yeah. I mean, essentially, uh, this is a spoiler. She does. She gets away with it. And, um, there's there is a, a comeuppance of sorts, but I think yeah. we both kind of feel that maybe that wasn't i don't know i wanted it's not deserved better. yeah
0: yeah it's just it's just not enough that's the that's the yeah. problem it 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 just really pisses me off because when it happens i'm like that's it that's like a slap in the wrist almost i mean it's it's much worse than a slap in the yeah. wrist but given her attitude given things that she implies earlier on in the film it really is just a slap in the wrist to her to her right. mindset
1: yeah so yeah. it just
0: it, it just just pissed me off and like i don't know that that was this whole movie in a nutshell was it just it really irritated me i was you know i watched this and i just i felt dirty yeah i didn't like these characters i didn't like what was going on uh and that's one thing is like i've had my uh i don't know if i should say this i don't know if it's a bad I, bad thing to say out loud but i've had my identity stolen before right and there's there's such a such a heavy um uselessness like you you can't do shit you are powerless at what just happened and at cleaning it up you are still powerless now you're relying on other people to do shit right. and you know to to help you get you know all this this uh repercussions taken care of and that's this whole movie in a nutshell is a character who literally just takes from these these whole like elderly individuals who still have like probably two decades of you know good health and you know sanity and she puts them in a you know, a retirement home where they waste away because nobody's believing them. They're put under drugs be- from her order. Mm. And, you know, they, they don't have any contact with their family. And a lot of them just waste away real quick.
1: Yeah, it, because, and I it, mean, honestly, the stress of that would would add years – would ex- rather subtract yeah. years off of their life. Like, uh, uh Jennifer – the character that 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 character we're focused on, she she's got a lot of vitality left. She reminds yeah. me a lot of my grandma. My grandma is uh, is near or eighty. She's either seventy nine or eighty, <clears throat> and I, I I can't see her dying before she's a hundred. I I couldn't imagine. Right? She 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 acts like she's her 60s really i i feel like. yeah um, yeah
0: i've had many uh many a great aunt who's made it around like the 90 95 mark with the same amount of energy where it's just like nope i'm fighting like yeah. and, and by that i mean like when you go to a family reunion they hold up their fist and they will punch you like-
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's it it really um yeah i just feel for jennifer and for all the other characters that marla did this to i just don't i don't feel like uh maybe the movie was quite for me what should we do um closing statements
0: yeah quick quick closing statements um i give it two stars i uh it's a competent film yeah and it has it does have a good turning plot there is there is you know you can definitely watch this and be be engaged yeah but I, I just – I could not stand the characters and it, and it started off with a message that I thought was going to last and kind of just – I guess it kind of did but it was just like it started off with <clears throat> one of the people that uh, Rosamund Pike has already screwed over. This one guy who uh, – his mom was put into a, a retirement home and like if you hadn't read the summary of this film going in, you might not know that she is a con artist. Right. Um and it, it has this message that men know or men not it's not that they know, it's it's men when they wanna get their way will get loud and aggressive. Mm. You know, that is a common, you know, toxic masculinity uh tactic. Yeah. Is to, you know, slam the doors or get mad, you know, it's like I'm not gonna punch you, but I can punch you. Yeah. You exactly. know, that kind of a thing. It, it's awful and I thought it was gonna last throughout the whole movie, and it kind of did with Roman, uh with uh uh peter dinklage's character but it went from being a very upfront message like right in the first five minutes to becoming a subtle in the background thing and i kind of think like if they had just focused more on that if they kept incorporating that into this and worked more on her character yeah being actually likable yeah and not just a vile
1: person if there was a redemption arc yeah that it would be a completely different thing like, yeah. I don't know, like, what if, I don't think Marla, I don't know if her parents are alive, I don't know if they covered that or not, but like, what if Roman, you know, threatened or abducted her parents? That'd be a completely different, like, you yeah. know, storyline, like, it's like, oh shit, this is what I'm doing to people, what the fuck is wrong with me? That's That would be a completely right. different story, I would enjoy have enjoyed it a, a lot more. Well, I don't know, Agreed. because, I don't know. Because, like you said, it is still an interesting film. I give it a full face because, like you said, it's competent. Um, And it's not like I don't recommend it because the performances are interesting. And, you know, maybe it's the person who wrote and directed this, uh, Jay Blakeson, maybe they are aware that. This kind of enterprise exists in the world, and maybe if he's trying to just highlight something, oh. that could be, yeah, you know, that could be. I bet you, it. bet you one hundred percent. This goes on. I bet you, and it's, you know, and maybe yeah. we're supposed to leave it feeling sickened, and um, yeah, because I do.
0: <laughs> I mean, that is that is another kind of message of this film. I guess is that the the vile, the cruel, and the vile they just get their way. Yeah. And you know it's 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 disgusting, but that is the real world right now. But at the same time, my argument against that is I go to fucking movies to escape the
1: yeah. world.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> show do me getting her, her show her, her, get her to have her a
1: message it. though as well. Uh, you yeah. know we need art that speaks to that, and if that's what Jay Blakeson is going for, then yeah, I I do not think that we should treat our elderly like this. Um, uh, yeah. You know, obviously, if they're racist, some bitches, maybe you know you don't have to talk to them, but they don't deserve to be basically imprisoned. Uh,
0: no, and this is coming from two individuals that the government imprisoned for a very long time. Yeah, we know we don't really know that much, know that.
1: but like, you know. I mean, it was it was pretty cushy. So, uh, let's talk passing next, even Are you okay with that? Yeah, that sounds good. Um, let's talk uh, passing. Let's talk passing. That's the order I I watched them in. Uh, That's the
0: same. Same here.
1: So this I'm very movie, excited to talk this uh, one. I didn't really check like what month of the year this came out, but it's been on my list for a while. And you know we wanted to do this, and I was like, oh, what about what about this one? I I threw like six titles at you. <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> and I looked I at all of them and said, shit, they all sound interesting. I know,
1: right? <laughs> Um, but I'm but really
0: this glad I watched this one. I am. Yeah. This one made it <laughs> onto, uh, like, I don't care. Uh, I'm not, I don't want to get political here, but like, I don't care what your opinions are. Obama, he always puts out a favorite movies and favorite books of the year list. And oh, I always cool. like to see what he, what he, what he put out as his favorite. And passing made it onto, so did Power of the Dog, which we'll talk about soon. Uh, but passing made it onto his favorite movies of the year list. And, nice. I, and I was just like, I'm very excited to see this one because I looked it up and I was like, it sounds very interesting to me, and then you know I'm a I'm a I'm like you say it's in black and white and got beautiful cinematography. I'm like, well, does it's in black and white? And I'm immediately <laughs> sold.
1: <laughs> it does seem like that. It is. It is. It's got such a crisp feeling to it.
0: Yeah, it's so it, beautiful. It's,
1: it's very very nice. I I, I actually to
0: I to, to toss the shout out to him. That's Edward Grau. Edward Grau is the uh, the cinematographer. I don't know if I've seen anything else by him, but I'm definitely going to be looking forward to his work in the future, because this was a beautiful looking
1: film. Yes, it was beautiful. And also, uh, he chose to make it more square than wide. Yes. Uh, Yeah, you are in the moment with them. Yes. I do enjoy that particular feature of the film, and most of all the rest of the film, so... Let's let's Damn. get in there. So Irene was was her nickname, Irie. What? Uh, Reenie. Reenie. That's right. Uh, Tessa Thompson plays Irene, and she is a uh, young, girl black woman from Harlem, and uh, she's married to a doctor named Brian. They don't have their last names on the cast list for IMDb for some reason. Uh, But he's Hmm. played by Andre Holland. While she's about town looking for a particular book or toy for her son, I can't quite remember, uh, for his birthday, she runs into Claire, played by Ruth Nega. And uh, at first, she does not recognize claire because claire Mm -hmm. is passing as a white person and this is also based in the 20s i'm pretty sure it's the 20s because they have flapper dresses at a certain point and it's during the prohibition uh so she's passing she's even married to a white man i believe it's bill camp uh no, uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Oh I yeah, Scar It's a Skarsgård. Yeah, John. He doesn't have pants on in his uh, cast picture, and we're all very happy about that. <laughs> he does have pretty nice legs. <laughs> um, he
0: got pretty good legs. So
1: she's married to John. Uh, I don't actually. Who has no oh, idea? Hugh, Hugh is uh, Reenie's uh, friend. Bill Camp is Reenie's friend. Yeah. friend. He's a uh, an intellectual, uh, a writer. And, uh, he is curious about black culture and, um... Yeah. And he's fond
0: of it, I think. Huh? I think he's also fond of, you know, that, that atmosphere. Because he always likes to go to the, the clubs with, uh, and her husband. Right. It's Uh, just, it's... He, he's,
1: he is interested in, uh, breaking barriers between the two races, for sure. Still ignorant. Still ignorant, <laughs> yes, he does say some wildly stupid shit. Um, but you know, yeah. he gets And she uh, calls corrected him out by on it, Irene very quickly and he and he he accepts yeah. that. Uh so yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's I, kind that's that's one thing nice I love. lesson there too. Uh, I think for yeah. any any uh, uh white individual. I suppose you don't even have to be white. Any I feel a like it's a... entering into a a different cultural atmosphere. You're probably yeah. going to say something stupid um and honestly that's all i ask pointed out you know
0: yeah that's all i ask is just call us out on our bullshit when we say something that's stupid like that's the thing is like we are as much as we joke about being green and faceless monsters from the government which we are (laughs) in real life we are also white individuals (laughs) and uh (laughs) and as much as we joke about that though well again we are we are white men and well, I'll say we are white individuals and, you know, just call us out on our bullshit. When we're, when we're ignorant and we don't be ignorant, we ignorant. We are. Just call us out on it. Yes, Correct please. It. That's
1: all I ask. So, anyhow, uh, Claire and Irene grew up together. And yeah. uh, she, for one, invites her over to have crumpets or fucking whatever, I don't know. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> Rainy actually passes with John and she does not intend to John just enters the room and assumes now she was she was passing to shop as well and I keep on saying it this way because in the film they do a good job of Irene uh, uh, showing us that she does not quite approve of passing she was doing it out of convenience uh but the way that Claire does it she lives her life by it.
0: Uh Well there's also there's also um her husband, Rini's husband, yes, who is very against it. Like he is very mad about it yeah. when he finds out. He is. Uh but 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 <laughs> as he comes to know Claire because they they, Claire, re, thank they you.
1: rebud their sh- friendship uh, very strongly. Yeah.
0: Though. Yeah, and as he comes to know her, I like I I don't know because the the film's very subtle about things, and I don't know if he softens on why Claire is doing, uh, why why Claire is passing, right? But like it, he does, he does kind of grow a little bit to understand, uh, I guess, the mindset of why one why, would,
1: well, yeah, and and I think uh, also Claire is just very charismatic and he actually ends up enjoying her company so right he, everybody he looks, does he looks past it and also uh it become I think it becomes very clear to both Irene and Brian that now that Claire has made that decision she and she is pregnant with John's child that she's kind of stuck in this situation and it's very precarious because yeah uh, uh, Claire says it herself she's very worried about the child coming out dark and um which would ruin her lie to john which is another big part of the plot yeah um but as the story goes on and brian starts to accept claire irene sees becomes insanely jealous truly yeah Uh, to the point that once we become come upon our ending uh it it really leaves the viewer to wonder what exactly happened.
0: Yeah. What was going on in, in, uh, in Ruth's Arrini's mind. Yeah. 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 Cause there was, there's, there's so much that develops in her character mentally. Yeah. That is not told to the, the audience. You know, a lot of films when you want the audience to understand the message, you beat it the fuck into their heads with a lot of exposition. Mm-hmm. That's not here in this film. It's all in her head, basically. It's it's all in, in Tessa Thompson's
1: well the, it, portrayal it, that of this character. Is at least one interpretation. I I personally feel that that is the way that uh, uh it was interpreted by Rebecca Hall. Um, but uh, I'm not sure. Like I feel like there's very much a way to read this as if there was something going on between Brian and Claire. I mean, that's
0: the thing. I mean, that's what I'm saying is like, you can definitely do that and think of it as just a progression of this character and her mindset. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. cause that's what I'm saying is like incorporating all that's going on. You know, we're not, we don't know if there is infidelity uh, infidelious actions happening between right. Brian and uh Claire, but it's, it's possible there is, but it's all about how Tessa views claire how she sees her entering her life mm-hmm. you know it's as like if for for a while it's like it does she see her as a thorn does she see her as a as you know as a beautiful rose like what is she seeing in this right. character
1: and i think she sees and both just don't which know. i think that's why that's yeah. a beautiful metaphor that you use because uh roses have both of those aspects yeah uh, so man that was just really good Congra- Congrat! <laughs> Thank yourself you. The back.
0: Oh. <laughs> I would, but it's in pain from sitting in a car all day. Oh man! It. <laughs> but that's—I mean, I don't know. I was so fascinated by this film and and how it progressed, because it's just you know, it's it, there, there's so much to it, and and there's so little to it, because <laughs> again, it's it's. There's not a lot of dialogue. I mean, there's a lot of dialogue, but it's
1: there's a lot of there's not a lot of
0: exposition. Though
1: there's a lot of of walking through the town or um, Irene kind of tripping on. I don't know if I didn't actually get a chance to read the label on the medication she was taking. I think it was either morphine or uh, uh, laudanum. Uh, Yeah, because those two drugs, I believe, were still in popular use at the time for housewives. Yeah,
0: and you also get a little bit of, uh, um, you know, a view into like how you're going to raise your children in this time, Mm. because during those uh, during that decade, there was a lot of uh, aggression and you know murderous uh, actions happening uh specifically against the black community and you have uh I keep struggling with their names Reenie and her husband Brian and they have completely different viewpoints about how what their kids should know Reenie thinks they're too young to know about all this terrible things that are happening in the country Brian's like no if we're going to live here they need to know this yeah. and they have they have so many great arguments about that and it, it's like it's just another divide in their char- like between their characters while she's struggling with this other divide, with this new this new friend coming back into her life, and all the the uh, the ideas that she brings right. with her, and it's just oh my god, this film is just so fascinating to me.
1: Yeah, it really and- was. I mean, because like, so I feel like we as white individuals have a hard time looking through life through. Uh, as if we we're looking through the the lenses of black people mm. in our own time period and then we go back so far back in our timeline that you know it's before the civil rights movement and it's just the, our our cultures were just so divided it, right, it just yeah. it, it it's a really good look at that because i feel like we have you know, watched some films based in earlier times of this civil rights movement. And we don't always get this perspective. And we also just don't get this intimate of a perspective. I don't feel like it is very much just uh, like they say so much about the world around them. Why it's very focused on Irene, Brian and Claire. yeah they do a great job
0: and i'm very i'm very curious because as we mentioned this is written directed produced by rebecca hall uh she if you don't know rebecca hall i haven't actually seen any of her directorial stuff but i've seen her as an actor in the prestige she is married to uh uh, borden uh borden's i think it's borden um christian bale's character she's married to his character but she's she's a phenomenal actor in that film. I fucking loved her in that. But like her directing here is amazing. So I'm very curious as to because this is a it's based off of a novel by Nella Larson, and I don't know much about Nella Larson. I don't know, uh, you know, I who she is either. at all.
1: Not um, uh, I could click on her name on the, I'm the blah, blah. um based on contemporary accounts, Nella Larson. Was a promising writer of fiction in the late 1920s. So this is a story of the times. Uh, unfortunately, oh, nice. despite having two critically acclaimed novels published, uh, becoming the first woman of African descent to receive a Guggenheim Fellowship, okay, a third so novel a remained unpublished during her lifetime.
0: So I'm, you know, I'm just, oh. I'm very, i I'm, I'm curious, and as I want to, you know, look into other reviews, I've tried to avoid other people's reviews before doing these because i don't want it to affect my uh thoughts too much but i'm very curious as to why other other people specifically people of uh people of color i was blown away by this film this was phenomenal in my opinion like amazing work uh specifically from rebecca hall and the director of department edward uh growl as a cinematographer like My god, probably one of the top three most beautiful films I've seen this year. I think it's
1: really pretty,
0: but I'm also a sucker for black and white, so I know people will shit all over me for that. But, (laughs) 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 but like Tessa Thompson, Ruth Nega knocked it out of the ballpark because I don't get nominations. I don't know how,
1: yeah, they better.
0: Yeah, this is this is the best. Okay, so I love Tessa Thompson and Thor Ragnarok. I thought she was freaking awesome in that. This Uh, is, I think she's Valkyrie.
1: so far beyond that,
0: it's, I know it is, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like I've I've loved her work. I didn't like her much in uh, MIB Men in Black or oh, whatever they call that. that new one. It's it's all right. It's well, I say it's all right. It's trash, but uh, she wasn't bad in it. <laughs> okay. The acting wasn't what made that film bad. Right? That right, was that right. was writing that made that film bad. But yeah, this is above and beyond the best performance I've seen of hers. And, like, I would say this is, like, Oscar.
1: She, yeah, I would like, really like her or, or Ruth to get an Oscar for this.
0: Both of them, yeah. yeah. And
1: and, 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 I and hope, Andrew – And I don't know if they would do – Like, Irene is definitely the lead in this. It's not as – Right. They can't do the same thing they did with Judas and the Black Messiah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's going to piss me off if of they did. But like yeah and in, in andre holland he did great too uh alexander skarsgard as uh claire's husband john good performance um i mean you know dick white male of the 20s but still good performance um like all everything about this film fucking phenomenal it gets four stars like i was fantastic madly in love with it yeah
1: I, i'm gonna give it a face and a half i really did enjoy it uh it performances all around there's one thing about it it's the so a lot of people i feel like might have trouble with the abrupt ending there is a very abrupt ending um mm-hmm. but i think it's completely justified i i love the end oh, i yeah. think it ends at, at, I... at the right spot and, and, and it leaves the viewer with uh, a lot of questions uh and i think that it's for that i like it a lot uh, yeah. but i do know that sarah my wife particularly was like i i wanted there to be more that i felt yeah. like there should have been more
0: and i i completely <clears throat> understand that but I'll, i'm with you on that boat where like i thought it was the perfect ending for this film because the film has been so subtle yeah about its topic about its characters developments like i mean it's a very heavy topic and it's somehow handles it so subtly so deftly that it's just it's so perfect It's so delicate in how it handles everything that having such an abrupt ending that does not really explain what happened.
1: It's almost like a hammer that shatters it.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's kind of just like, this is what it's been building to, and that's the big moment. And when that big moment happens, my jaw was dropped, Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, what was – it, I, I don't know how to talk about it without spoiling, it was, but it was, yeah, just, it was, it was, was oh spoiling. my god, what happened? Yeah, yeah, it was what yeah. happened.
1: What happened? Yeah,
0: and that's that's everybody's. You know, everybody in the movie too is just like, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so just, you're there. You're in the moment. That that was one thing I wanted to say is there's like no music in this film. It is all. Oh, yeah. I mean, there is there, there during is sound
1: transition shots. There is yeah. this very interesting, almost tense music, but also somber. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and so there there is a score, but for the most part, especially during the scenes, you're just in the moment. You're hearing the sounds around them, and then the cameras are done in such a way that you are just you are there. And just uh, applause to Rebecca Hall. This was fabulous directing. Hey. Oh, yes, a little queen's applause. <laughs> but enough, enough about passing. Let's move on to Power of the Dog, but first... Now we get our drinks.
1: Yes. Yes. And and while we're gone, while we get ourselves a soda pop, uh you guys out there you might want to consider checking out our Patreon account at patreon.com slash greenfaceless.
0: Oh, please and, do. Yes, you know please we're, do. we're gonna
1: continue making this show for free because uh well, I guess we like doing it or something. At yeah. least for twenty twenty two. At least for twenty. At least for (laughs) one more year. and Um, we'll hold (laughs) it (laughs) ransom So but if if you guys uh, feel obliged to support us financially, we would really appreciate it. I mean it it will help us keep the show going and maybe make the show better. So visit us at patreon.com slash green and faceless. We'll see you there and we come back from this break. Exactly. All right, we're back.
2: Okay.
0: Okie dokie. Are we back a
1: <laughs> Brick or brack? That didn't, smack or that didn't
0: work that well.
1: Give We're a dog talking. a bone. I think it works. A, yeah, a dog. Yeah, a dog. Give the dog a bone. A dog. The power. The power. The power of the, the dog. Bone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Power of the Dog, ladies and gentlemen. It's written. Uh, it's a novel based on the novel by Thomas Savage, and it's written and directed so, by Jane Campion, and it stars Benedict Cumberbatch, Kirsten Dunst, Jesse Plemons from Breaking Bad. That's where I remember him at least. I love Jesse Plemons. He's a fucking phenomenal yeah. actor. And Cody Smith McPhee.
1: Yeah, Cody Smith McPhee. Uh, I don't. I can't say I've seen anything with Cody in it. Uh, i have not, not i either. did rather like peter very interesting character
0: oh yeah i did i liked all the acting here but uh, before oh, yeah. we before we dive in i want to give two behind the camera shout outs one is literally behind the camera ari Wegner, the cinematographer yet again beautiful cinematography. we have some okay. really great cinematography here uh, westerns always fascinate me Typically it is the cinematography of the western That draws me in more right. Than the, what's going on Because a lot of westerns are very slow and subtle Very dusty Very dry uh, This one is not much different It's very slow and subtle uh, story that develops But very and it's, tense But it's still So tense Yeah, very tense But it's a very different type of western too Which yeah. I really loved It was a very fascinating western the other uh shout out i wanted to give was johnny greenwood you might know him as the lead singer of radiohead i know him as the scorer of many paul thomas anderson films he <laughs> is the he scored this film as well but he was the uh he did the music for uh there will be blood and the master i know there's more paul thomas fil- anderson thomas films he died but if it,
1: a great tension to him <gasps> as well and i gotta say it's uh, probably due to him a all, all part, that
0: fucking music
1: of- yeah his
0: ability to make a good soundtrack with it, uh, with a tense film, is just phenomenal. And so, I wanted to give him a shout out because that was one thing I definitely picked up on in this movie was the music, just amazing uh, score. But let me go into the power of the dog. How? So,
1: wow.
0: Also, the 1920s. I don't remember where in America, if it is even in America. I think yes, it's, in America, it's in Montana. Uh, Montana, yeah, and Montana. unlike
1: passing <laughs> there is nary a black person in this film. I don't think there's no. a single one. But um, no, it also though. With that being said, uh, it is. I think it's also the 1920s, uh, and right. it is in Montana. And maybe there, that might be pretty accurate. There might not have been that many black it, people. It could it have been, too.
0: yeah. And and I feel there's like if they were to have. <laughs> Yeah, and being a being a very um poignant like historical fiction story. Yeah. I feel like to to add um a black actor like in a black role, you would have had to take on yet another message for this right. film to talk talk about. Right. And I don't think this I think this film has, has enough to talk about that it just it, it, it as as uh as much as we want diversity in all of our films I do think this is one of those exceptions where I'm okay with... I understand why it's not... There wasn't a black actor cast, but... It's fine.
1: Yeah. That's... Oh, you, know, you know what? They got a lot to I, talk about. I lied right off the bat here. One, one of the... Uh, so, we do have Ray Monte McConnell as Theo in this movie. I believe he was one of the ranch hands. But I think they must have done a good job of keeping those ranch hands... Uh, kind of you know out of focus because I I did not notice you, Mister McConnell, and I'm sorry that I said there's nary a black person.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry I followed up on. (laughs) 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 I'll delete my end of it. No, I won't. I'll keep it in. But here's the story. Here's the the story of a lovely lady. um Benedict Cumberbatch and Jesse Plemons are two brothers. I don't remember their names. I'm so sorry. Uh, can you help me with that?
1: Uh, oh, yeah. That's that's a great way to keep the show going. Um, so, Phil Burbank uh, and Brother George is Jesse Clemens.
0: Brother George is Jesse. All right. They are brothers. Uh, uh, do they own the ranch? They, they own the they ranch, do. right?
1: Yeah. I, I yeah. believe they got some seed money from their parents.
0: Uh, right, right. That's it. Yeah, they they're getting money, like. Sent to them by their parents. Uh, well, and I think Benedict they send is the older money to brother. their
1: parents now. I think, I I think they take care of. their Well, parents I remember. Now. I
0: thought I thought Benedict was writing them to cut him to cut Jesse off of funds. Right when he when he found out that she was uh, he was about to marry Kirsten Dunst's uh-huh. character. I thought he was writing to the parents and being like, do not, he is doing this and this. They cut him out of the inheritance. Do not send money. You know, send it only to me. That kind of a thing.
1: Maybe, I might be wrong. Maybe, but I, I thought, you know, they might be doing pretty well. Uh, they seem to have a pretty successful ranch. Uh, and it does yeah. seem like Phil tried to get George... He wants George to be more a cowboy like him. Uh, yeah. But he thinks, or at least he tells George so, that George is too fat and stupid to do anything right. Right. And it seems like George kind of takes over the the finances, uh, but I'm not so sure, because it seems like right. Phil has to come in and, and do just about everything. That
0: was kind of the feeling I got, too, is that, that George did the the behind-the-scenes work. And then uh, Phil did all of the, like the actual ranch farm right. work.
1: What well, the, um, the the bit with their parents? I feel like I, I kind of I'm, I'm. It could have just been cutting them talking out of the inheritance. About. Yeah, I, I recall what you're talking about, but it just that's it does not end up being the important part of this movie. So I think no, I and just I feel like that's like, about it.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's kind of the big uh, the the bad side of this film is that there's a lot of just like unimportant kind of like it building up to, to a lot of like red herrings. Them. Yeah. 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 And, and so what's going on is, uh, at the very beginning, you know, Phil and a bunch of the ranch hands and, and, uh, brother George is there too. They all go to this like diner where, which Kirsten Dunst owns. It's like a bed and breakfast kind of thing back, you know, they had, uh, um, Kirsten Dunst. I think she might have loaned out rooms too. I'm, I'm not sure. It, they're they're at this diner, and uh, Kirsten Dunst's son, played by Cody Smith McPhee, he has a lisp and he's a little uh, awkward. You know, he's a little kind of like socially awkward. He's very, uh, I don't know. He, right. he he he's just not um, a
1: very. He. I think this is a, a good way to say it without being insensitive. Because that's never one hundred percent confirmed. He percent he presents as a homosexual.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's he is definitely uh I agree with that, because that's kind of what Benedict starts to make fun of him about. Um Benedict just like makes fun of his lip or sorry, Phil, the older right. brother. He starts to make fun of uh of Co- what's Cody's character's name? Uh
1: Peter, Peter Gordon. Uh Peter, is, thank uh, you. Rose Gordon's daughter, played by Kristen Rose. Dunst.
0: Yeah, every all the actors are amazing, yes. and, and Kirsten Dunst is the mother is amazing. But uh, Cody as Peter, uh, he's being made fun of by Phil for his lisp, and Phil starts to make fun of him being also very effeminate. Yes, and Peter
1: uh, and does the flower folding. It's and it that's in the yes. trailer, and it's it's very nice. Yeah. And he, he he makes these things, and his his mother liked them. So she put yeah. them around in his restaurant. And that's how they meet, um, Phil and George is that they come to the restaurant, and he's right. like, Well, what pretty lady? A oh, fucking Benedict's, uh, southern, uh, western accent is great. Um, uh, yeah, it's fun. He, he's like, What kind of pretty lady made these flowers? And, um, He's like, Oh, actually I did, sir. And he's like, You did. Alright.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then he and Daddy. then he later like lights one to light his cigarette. Right. And it's he, just he yeah, just complete asshole. dick. Yeah. Yeah. And and when all the ranch hands and Phil leave and Kirsten is crying because she didn't like what just happened to her son, Jesse, uh brother George, Jesse Plemons... He goes and comforts her. And then that starts a romance between them, kind of. Uh, you know, it's a, it's one of those, like, older-fashioned American romances where it's not really romance. It's kind of like, you know, there's a guy, there's a woman. Right. She's, you know, she is, uh, I think she's widowed. Um, and so, he is just yes. like, you know. And, and George is looking for a wife. So, there you go. That's, you know, that's an uh, old American-styled romance there right and but like he he comes in and he you know there is actual emotion between them and cody uh peter goes off to study i can't remember which university he goes to but he goes off to a university to study for uh medicine he's very interested in science and that kind of stuff and while that happens george and Rose, they marry. I forgot her name again. George and Rose marry. He moves her into the ranch with him and Phil. Mm -hmm. Things get awkward.
1: Yes, but very, very quickly. Um, George really, you know, he did not take any time to uh, feel out Phil's comfort on having this woman share the house with them, Uh, but also... He's sick and tired of George Phil being an asshole, so he doesn't. Yeah, really and care. Phil,
0: how oh, as as we've mentioned earlier, Phil is uh, he he fully believes that Rose is only marrying George to get at the inheritance, right? Right, and that's why that's what he was writing the parents about was he was just like she is a, a money grabbing uh, right. widow. You know, cut cut George off so that she doesn't get what she wants. Uh that's what it was. Yeah. Um, I think it was just cut him out of the will and testament kind of thing. But the the, the meat and potatoes of this story, because again, there's a lot that of build up, but what the story becomes about is when Peter comes back home from I think he's just on vacation from college, maybe he's it for might the, be summer the summer or something. Yeah. Yeah. And when he comes back home, you know he he's made fun of by the ranch hands again, and there's this weird moment where he has a rabbit. You know he catches a rabbit and he's you know uh, his mom's just like oh it's so cute and he's just like I'm gonna keep it, and this one lady that works for his mom, uh, uh, I think she just worked in the house. I think she, was she yeah just a maid. Uh,
1: Mrs. Lewis, I believe. Uh, yeah, played by Genevieve Lemon.
0: Yeah, she, she comes up and she sees – because she wants to see the rabbit. And she runs up to uh, Peter's room. She walks in. She finds him dissecting the rabbit because that's oh. – that's...
1: Yeah, well, he's a doctor. He wants to be a doctor. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's that's how Peter is. He he found this rabbit. And she's like, you know, the mom was upset. <laughs> Rose, Kirsten Dunst is upset. She's like, I thought you liked rabbits. And he's like, I do, but I want to know how they work. I'm going to have to practice surgery someday. So, I'll, you know, yeah. I just – you know, that was a – In today's times, if you caught, you know, if a kid catches a rabbit and starts cutting it up, dissecting it, most people would be like, oh, my God, my kid's a sociopath. I mean, that kind of, that was kind of common back then. You know, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, president of 1900, 1908, he was, you know, when he was a kid, he caught a lot of creatures and just dissected them. That was that was what he was fascinated by. He had like a shit ton of birds and
1: moss and butterflies. It was kind of an age of discovery, still.
0: Exactly, uh, and and so it
1: really does make sense. uh, That people, people people felt like that was another.
0: I feel like that was another red herring, though. That when when that happened, it was like that reveal that he was dissecting. I thought they were like trying to be like the kids messed up. Well, like in my opinion, I was just like the kid's a doctor. Yeah, yeah,
1: for me too. (laughs) For me too, I was like that. And I thought maybe it was going to cause more trouble with, uh, like the maid and the um, ranch hands, but it it really right. doesn't. But I think it tries to make that the ending more justified. I think that's right. what it's trying to do.
0: And I like I I don't know why I mentioned it because I was I was about to get into the meat and potatoes and then I went off on this tangent about the <laughs> rabbit. But the meat and potatoes is what happens after that because. Um, while peter is exploring the the ranch and everything around him he finds uh a secret hideaway of phil phil's that has gay magazines yeah and it's got uh uh a lot of uh memorabilia he has that phil has from the rancher who taught him and george yeah. buck henry
1: hey, uh, and bronco henry
0: Bronco Henry, thank you. Buck Henry's yeah. an actual. <laughs> and he but he goes he explores further. He hears uh splashing around and he goes and explores and he finds uh I think he just finds Benedict swimming, right? He's just yeah, he's just bathing he's at dead, that but point.
1: But it's, yeah. it's it's it's, it's a weird spot.
0: You do get Benedict P- uh Cumberbatch's penis. There yeah, is a yeah, there is a flash yeah, of flaccid. Yeah.
1: That might be spoiled. I was appreciative of that. <laughs> no, that might be an attraction. Spoilers Maybe for something, know. and also, uh, you don't get that very much. There's a lot in this no. movie that you don't get very much, so it's worth yeah. soaking up. Like this, this is they don't. They're not going to make. I- they're not always gonna make movies like this. Or maybe this is the way movies are going, and that would be cool, because this is a good movie.
0: <laughs> right. It is a good movie. And that that becomes the crux of the story is once uh once Phil knows that Peter knows his secret, he starts to take him under his wing a bit. He starts to teach him, you know, how to ride a horse, how to be a cowboy a bit. Uh he's he's talking to him about Bronco Henry, about how Bronco Henry you know, raised him and, well, not raised, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, taught him his ways and everything, and also how he awakened Phil's, uh, sexual interests. Right. That said, Phil is still an asshole.
1: 100%. And
0: this film, and this film does not shy away from that, even no. though it is like a, a kind of an awakening and a, it's presented as a bonding between these two characters for quite right. some time they don't shy away at all from how phil is still not a good role model in any way no but it it, it, leads to
1: to compare this to no no worries to compare this to i care a lot um even though phil is such an asshole his um him being a closeted homosexual somehow does make him more likable because you know that's gotta be it that got that has to make somebody irritable, and then he yeah. probably feels to protect his own uh I- hidden identity and his masculinity around his crew. He felt that he had to lash out at this kid, but then exactly. he pretty much starts grooming him, which is a little bit gross, but also uh you know they're both uh, technically adult men, so
0: yeah. Whatever. And it's, it, it's, it's just, it's, it's also fascinating too, to just watch this character try to grow. Yeah. Um, Because like, as you said, it's got to be irritating not being able to be who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you and, you and I, we have, we have some experience with that with in regards to our personal identities and stuff. Yeah. And like, not, not as, nowhere near as much as other people, of course, but like, right. we have a very modic- small modicum of that experience. But like back in the 1920s, especially in Montana and surrounded by, you know, a ranch, like it, you can, you can feel for Phil. You, you can, can feel for Benedict Cumberbatch's yeah. character like heavily. And it, it makes him make sense. And it makes all these like stuff that's been happening make sense. It even makes why he hates Rose, uh, make sense a little bit too, because like not that he was, uh, sexually attracted to his brother but like his brother was the only other guy that he knew closer to than he knew all the other like ranch hands and everything and bronco henry like that was the closest person in his life and as you know uh rose comes in and now his brother is like just like no i don't want to be around you anymore you're you're mean to me you're degrading and now i found you know i found love and i don't need you and phil is just like left empty he's like well now what do i have And so, he kind of latches on to torturing Rose for a while. Right. You know, he's making her life a living hell to where she, you know, at the beginning of the movie, she is completely against alcohol. And after, like, one day of living with Phil, she turns to alcohol and becomes an alcoholic. Right.
1: And I think maybe she was – I think uh, Peter expresses that right after his father died that she was heavy into drinking, but she had quit. Which that's you know right, that yeah. you know, that's that happens a lot with uh people who are addicted. Like something will radically change in their life and all of a sudden they feel like they can't handle it and they go right back to their habit.
0: Right. And 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 all of these plot lines, all these stories, like a lot of the stuff that we've mentioned, it all culminates in just a crazy powerful ending. Like that that ending has just rocked me. And yeah. then you get the you get the title uh you get where the title of this movie comes from when Peter reads a passage from the Bible and when you think about that passage it it just rocks you like yeah. you 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 think about what just happened that you think about the finale of this film and and everything that just occurred and you just you kind of just left like fuck my feels like <laughs> right. like i don't know i don't know where i stand and it's just <laughs> it is just a wildly flooring ending like it's really good really well presented like this a, a like a plus job to to jane campion there for for that reveal at the end for like for all that happened
1: hell yeah uh, <clears throat> i'd also like to say something else um that is is escaping my mind as i talk oh no uh, So maybe it's time to go into closing statements for this film. I feel like this particular film, you and I could talk about for a lot longer. Um, But I I think maybe we ought to move on and do our New Year's celebration after we do closing statements here. Right, right. I agree
0: with you. I'll go ahead. Um, It doesn't get four stars from me. I I will admit it gets three and a half. There is, you know, a lot of that build up at the beginning is very slow, and some of it does turn into being a little bit red herring ish. I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure if I watch this again, I'll pick up on those and be like, oh, those, you know, go into here. You know, it's like finding where the the piece fits in the puzzle. But I don't know. It's just it is a little bit slow in plotting, and it is. Uh, it's not like a terribly long film. I think it's only like two hours and twenty minutes, or it's maybe like it's two, two hours and ten or
1: something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's not it's not that long, but being a very slow beginning made it feel very long. So that's just that's the only reason it doesn't get a perfect scar uh perfect score. Because everything else about this film is great. I love the story, I love the messages, the characters again, even though you don't really like Phil or and Jesse is not honestly the great the greatest I mean, character either. Or uh George.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah, George is kind of a, a blank fish. Uh, And uh, and I think it really uh, highlights how brilliant Phil really is. That's another thing about Phil is that he's actually super duper smart. Uh, Yeah. And he he went to Yale. (coughs) (laughs) 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 Which was an even bigger deal then than it is now. Yeah, right, right. Uh, So there is a lot of interesting details in this movie. That I think yeah. really just make it so rich. Uh, so I'm giving it a face and a half. I really enjoyed it. The the tension right. alone, I feel like it's the tensest movie I've watched in a long time. And we did a whole <laughs> fucking horror series this year, right?
0: Um, yeah, that's the thing. Is like it's it's tense, but it's not action packed. It's not. There's right. no like horror elements. It's just tense in how that story develops. Yeah, it
1: is. It is tense in the way that Phil just bullies the whole ranch he, yeah. he is a, a a wild steer Ooh,
0: yeah I, I absolutely loved it but uh before we get into the year end wrap-up uh of this final threesome who would you choose as the victor
1: i man it's it's really hard because i really liked both pat passing and the power of the dog <sighs> but um I look just took a peek at my top five list and I'll say one's on it and the other's not. And and it was and I think that the one that's not, it was close to being on the list, but I think I rank this movie higher still. So uh the power of the dog, I really enjoyed that movie. I will return to it. Because there's the way that they slowly reveal things. Uh, there's a lot more to pick up on, I think, in, in those first few scenes that I think yeah. uh, will make the rewatch very um, rich. And and I will return to passing as well, um, but that's mostly for the cinematography. I yeah. feel like it <laughs> is. I mean, all that I've. I feel like I caught all the details. Because it's presented yeah. very slowly, and, and, and that's a beautiful part of the film, too. Um, but I think... But see,
0: that's where I... Yeah, go ahead. That, that's where I disagree. Is like I feel like you think you caught all the details, but when you watched it, you'll see more subtleties in the performances, yes. more subtleties in how she told the story. Because sure. for me, I choose passing, because my, I'm the very opposite. I look at my top five, passing's in my top five, but Power of the Dog made it as an honorable mention. And and it's like because I feel like with Power of the Dog I caught everything I, I I watched it I loved it I thought it was fabulous but I got it in that first viewing I can think on it and, but, but with Passing I feel like I'm going to go back and just like keep watching it uh, uh, not many times I'm but like go
1: back to both of well, them I really am yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think they're both but I just friends. mean like yeah yeah I just meant like with Passing I feel like I'm going to go back to it more. <laughs> because i feel like there's just a lot more to explore there a lot more in uh in the the quietness of yes. how it was told
1: and I, I i'm excited to review it i am
0: yeah i'm happy that we got two different two different victors for the finale because i wanted both of them to win honestly yeah they're both go. really good there you go and so let's do it let's let's wrap up 2021
1: Woo, it's happy been a weird new year,
0: year if we had those like popping guns or whatever
1: you know yeah. we could put sound effects in uh but we won't now we won't we <laughs> are <You're> lazy editors
0: <laughs> we have limited time to edit this too we gotta get this out in a few days but we'll get it we'll get it we'll to get you it. don't worry we'll get it. uh but so uh so I've, I've got five best and five worst i don't know if you chose just best or if you I have did some five worst of
1: each um, actually I, I did seven uh, on one of the categories cause I couldn't decide. Oh, <laughs> That's fair.
0: I will, I will lead with my honorable mentions. These are the, these are the okay. films that came very close to being in my top five best films of the year, but just barely missed out. Okay. Okay. Uh, Judas, Judas and the black Messiah. It was, you know, earlier in yeah. the year we've already talked it. I love that so film. The, but it was, it
1: was considered for the Oscars last year, but we, we right. did the same thing with I Care a lot, so...
0: Exactly. like uh, Yeah, I'm looking at it as it was released in this year. I I absolutely love that film. Amazing performances. Taught me a lot. Uh, Ryan, the Last Dragon and Mitchell's in the uh, Versus the Machine, two animated oh. films. Yeah, both of them did not make it to my top five, but like I loved them both. They were really great. Uh... Even you know, we, we talked a lot of Marvel television this year, WandaVision and Loki both make my honorable mention. I love both oh, those shows. I just
1: did movies, but I was gonna mention my I was gonna mention one favorite TV show and one least favorite TV show.
0: Fabulous. I'll look forward to that then. And uh, my last two honorable mentions uh, actually are the last four honorable mentions. You have the Fear Street trilogy. Oh, and Shang-Chi yeah. and the Legend of the Ten Rings.
1: Dude, Those uh, were great. Fear Street, definitely in my honor, really mentioned. Uh, you yeah. you mentioned some other movies that are in my honor, really mentioned. But I will save uh, the rest for my list.
0: Fabulous. So should we do, uh, let's, let's go with the worst, the, the fifth yeah. worst film. Not fifth, the worst of the year, but the fifth worst. Fifth worst. Or maybe your seventh. <clears throat>
1: So I'm going to say that for my fifth worst, uh, I have two movies tying, um, nice. that would be, uh, malignant and F nine. I, nice. <laughs> yeah, you didn't like F nine. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, oh. It was so, yeah, they're definitely dumb. going both, downhill. Both of them were very silly. But I, 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 they weren't like so bad, you know, they're still, yeah. they're still competent at this end, I guess.
0: I'm I'm happy to say that we're in sync right now. Malignant was my fifth worst film <laughs> because holy fuck, what a, like, I don't know. I feel like if I rewatch it, knowing it, I might enjoy it more, but watching it happen, I was like, what the fuck is <laughs> yeah, this? this yeah. Is... And I had to keep checking. I was like, they're... is this James Wan? <laughs>
1: There is a sense of enjoyment to it for me because it's just so fucking silly. I mean, uh, that's why it's at the fifth of of the worst right. that we've watched, and this is just the do stuff we, that we uh, watch together.
0: Right? Do we uh, do we jump to fifth best, or do we just keep going with let's the worst? I, with I say let's, worst.
1: Just... let's finish off the worst. Yeah. I like. I kind of like going back and forth a little bit, but now it's yeah. your turn to go first.
0: That's fair. Number four, my fourth worst film, Space Jam: A New Legacy. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. This All the it was so just an advertisement bad. film. It was like yeah. a look at what look at what titles we still have under our rights, and we're wow. gonna dump them in here. I just Awful. Hate
1: it. You know what? I I'm not sure that we've even gotten any downloads for that episode. Uh, I know it, <laughs> it had been quite some time uh, that there was no individual.
0: downloads for it everybody's like yeah we know we're not watching it we're not gonna watch it.
1: we don't need to know if you recommend it or not oh, that's great Uh, so for my fourth I did another tie because I really that's couldn't fine. decide um, and for this tie I have America the Motion Picture and Chaos Walking I I disliked both of those movies about the same as well Uh,
0: I gave them each their own specific spot on the rung. There
1: you go. (laughs) I mean, I was just so disappointed with Chaos Walking. It was very disappointing. And you know, I'm
0: not, I'm not, uh, uh, not to break our structure we had just uh, loosely settled here, but I'm not ashamed to say that Chaos Walking, made number three, as my worst. That was my next worst film. Because well, I agree I'll, with you, it's, I'll it's bust a huge the, disappointment.
1: Then say that Space Jam: New Legacy was my number three.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we were almost in sync. Still, we we're almost there. Yeah, Chaos Walking, though, is like. Uh, I, like I struggled to remember it. I remember it had Tom Holland and yes. it had Daisy Ridley. That's
1: right, and also uh, Mads Mikkelsen. And Mads' character oh. was kind of interesting, but I, they just That's didn't right. do enough. That's that is no. the, the the extent of the review. So,
0: do you, there was a movie I think we watched this in twenty twenty. Uh, the is it the Devil you know that had Tom the yeah, Tom Holland in it? That was interesting. See, I feel like. I feel like I took that entire movie and just placed it over this memory because <laughs> uh-huh. I can't remember anything about chaos walking. Uh-huh. I only, when I think about it, all I do is Honestly, remember scenes of the devil, you know,
1: there is a familiarity with those two characters that he plays. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> maybe I think because that's why they was just like so that, close together. And I was just like, that
0: movie sucked. We're going to put one movie that I liked in front of that memory yeah. <laughs> just so I can never see that memory again.
1: In America, the motion picture, I gotta say, was exactly as I expected it would be. Uh, It did not not exceed, nor did it uh, fail to meet my expectations. (laughs) I'll hold off on my thoughts until we get there. (laughs) Who'd you have as number two? Number two, Halloween Kills. (laughs) I know Ooh. you. I know that that's not on your list. Uh, no, I, I didn't did hate. I didn't not like that movie. Yeah, and it was in it. It was solely okay. I don't think. I mean, obviously, that movie cannot stand on its own. But the movie no. that that came before it was pretty competent. I was pretty happy with that movie. You know, badass no, no, J. Was J. Right. Curtis yeah. was fun. Um, yeah, and and paranoid. But she was still good.
0: <clears throat> yeah.
1: But this, I agree. Movie Halloween just,
0: Kills is definitely a step down.
1: It was so bad. Like <laughs> if I had maybe watched the, the the other Halloween movie that you know was it 2018 or whatever. Um, yeah. If I had rewatched like that, that, maybe I could have gotten more enjoyment out of Halloween Kills. I was just I was just so confused for one, and. And yeah. for another, and and I felt like, ah oh, man, maybe I should stop this and rewatch that movie. And I f- sat there and I thought to myself, no, you would still not be having a good time. This is not a good movie. Right.
0: Yep. I can agree. I didn't. I didn't hate this. That film, mm-hmm. *Halloween Kills*, but I definitely didn't like it. And I, you know, uh, it's it's d- easily a step down. So I, I understand why I made your list. I'm not. I'm not disappointed. But it yeah, it was it was the one time we're not in sync because my number two least favorite was Tom and Jerry.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is that is fair. That is fair.
0: It's like we're gonna take everything for your childhood that you watched and bitched about as a kid, because I bitched about Tom and Jerry every time we watched it. I watched a lot of Tom and Jerry. I didn't hate the show, but it really pissed me off because the cat's just doing its fucking job. It's just doing its fucking job. <laughs>
1: That's a pretty There's good a mouse early in the house that we did. If you guys want to go back and check that out,
0: yeah, uh, check out Tom and Jerry. That we was the
1: first it. one that we really got to bitch about. It was good. Yeah,
0: it had a terrible lead character whose first act in the entire movie. I don't know why I remember this, but it's like her first action is stealing somebody's resume and using that to get a job. Yeah. We just talked about that kind of shit today with I Care A Lot. I don't like people being taken advantage of like that.
1: Yeah. It's not... It makes you uh, an immediately hateable character. Um, so, did I give my number two? Yeah, I did. I did. We stopped going so at- back and forth. Now we're at number one. So, right, number why one. don't you go first? Because I think I want first to last e- couple times. Can you guess my number one? Can you Yeah, think because you you mentioned, American no, mentioned it. America Motion Picture,
0: <laughs> America Motion Picture. I hated everything about that because I know people are stupid enough to believe. It. Oh
1: my God, man, that is the part that, know. that I'm, I'm weirded out about because they just the, mashed it all together, and you know our, how we teach history in this fucking country, man, and yeah. our in our at it's, least it's our elementary or primary
0: school. And I know, I know that people are typically smart enough to know that it's, it's just a comedy Mm -hmm. and it's just ha ha funny funny, but the, I thought the jokes
1: was garbage i thought it was trash some of them like, really I got me i will say but it, it was not i think
0: game. i laughed maybe once and it was like it, one of those laughs that you you do it and you immediately regret it and you're trying to bite it off you're like oh, <laughs>
1: you're trying to choke the no. chortle
0: <laughs> yeah choke the chortle it's it's it, it pissed me off that show that movie i was so mad so
1: mad all right what's your number one drum roll um <laughs> My least favorite movie that we watched this movie was Tom and Jerry.
2: <laughs> nice. <laughs> it, it
1: was. It just it wasn't good. And I have the opposite no. experience with Tom and Jerry. I enjoyed watching the cat and the mouse beat the shit out of each other. That was funny to me. Um, I did not. I didn't think of it as esoterically as you did. If I use that term. For <laughs>
0: just made me mad man and then just they brought the fucking dog down. in the dog would beat the shit out of the cat I'm just
1: like no oh fuck <laughs> poor cat
0: alright oh that movie also that movie also had uh, uh what's his name uh Michael Pena yeah <laughs> I remember did. that and
1: they, and nobody was <laughs> acting like they wanted to be there no
0: yeah I feel bad for him in you know, yeah. movie he was just like oh, damn it alright I guess I'll take this it's a couple hundred thousand dollars yeah,
1: <sighs> I guess my kids will watch it <clears throat>
0: So let's wrap it up. Let's finish this year off strong. Yeah. Let's jump into our best films of the year.
1: Fifth favorite movie.
0: Fifth favorite movie. This one was a surprise to me. It was one that we watched, and I was immediately like, "What the fuck is this? How have I not heard of it?" Gunpowder Milkshake. That I movie, fucking that was love If
1: I made an honorably mention list, that would be on it.
0: I love that. Movie. Yeah, so good. It was. It was such a fun and just really surprising film. So, like, when I when I was looking back at our list, I was choosing the ones that I remembered vividly mm-hmm. as my favorites because it's, it's really hard for me to choose, like, what's an actual favorite because, again, I'm, I'm a blockbuster bitch. I just like that, you know, I like those those big films like that. But, you know, I was looking at it and I saw Gunpowder Milkshake and then, like, the entire movie came back to me and I was like, I could sit down right now and watch
1: that. <laughs> Yeah, I, you're right. I did have that same feeling like I could restart this and watch it again because it was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Um, but <clears throat> I put my number five as one of your honorably mentions as Raya and the Last Dragon. That one really stuck with me. Nice. I think it's the best thing Disney's done in a long time. I really do. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty, well, I guess they have doing all the mar- Marvel shit, too, but as as like their <laughs> line of animated movies, which we've, we're have focusing on in a playlist, uh, I think yeah. it's the best they've done in a long time.
0: And at, and with that said, uh, we haven't seen Encanto. I'm very excited to see Encanto. That's I do want to
1: see Encanto.
0: Yeah, but I, I agree with you. Ryan uh, and the Last Dragon was just – it was very entertaining, and I yeah. loved – the The whole story of those two uh, women, like just fight for the kingdoms, you yeah. know, for what for like one bring back the kingdom, one uh, to I can't s- remember what the save
1: their, uh, their clan, their their country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was
0: such a good. It was such an interesting and fun film. Like I and you know like I don't like Disney sequels and I I don't want them to touch up on nah, and the Last Dragon won't. but I do think that there is a lot to explore in yes, that world.
1: I do. Maybe if there's a TV show, um, that oh, yeah. that could work. turn it
0: into like Lilo and Stitch. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think that could work quite a bit. Uh, and you know it it because because Disney keeps on pussyfooting around, uh. Maybe they could actually. Okay, I shipped the two leads together.
0: I have too, man. I, I, uh, we I, talked about it uh, when, we, when we talked <laughs> to film. That's like I wanted that. Yeah. I was so hoping they would, but then at the same time, I, I didn't know if it was uh, just you know if it was the masculine side of me being you know the masculine side of me that was just like <laughs> yes lesbians yes. <laughs> 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 Uh, i like a good lesbian relationship i want (laughs) i want more of it especially from disney princesses
1: yeah Yeah, that would oh shit yes that's it she is a disney princess i forgot
0: (laughs) yeah she
1: is yeah so what's your number four what comes uh what comes next what comes next um uh, honestly uh we're not going too far from the same vein uh shang chi and the legend of the ten rings uh you, mm-hmm. you honorably mentioned that as well. I, just, I also feel like it's the best thing Marvel did, has done in a while. Right. Well, okay, besides the TV shit. That shit's awesome.
0: <laughs> but movie wise TV shit and Spider-Man too. You haven't seen I haven't, haven't seen, seen Spider-Man it. yet. I, seen it. I will say I struggled because I was looking at both Spider-Man and shang Chi and I was like which ones I like more, hmm. and I was I was really struggling to compare it because uh, Spider Man has a lot of fan, a good a good a good amount of fan service and a lot of good fan moments. Yeah, but Shang Chi was just it was a different you know type of Marvel film. It was it was something more uh, innovating, re- re- reinvigorating. Yes. Yeah. that's the word I'm I looking mean, for.
1: It it's just added so many elements. Like they kind of yeah. tried with Iron Fist, but it added so many cool things to the MCU uh, that right. it's just I yeah, mean, I'm very just like it didn't feel like a superhero movie, and yeah. and I but and I'm I excited love to see it's how still he uh... that world too.
0: Exactly, I'm excited <clears> to see how he he uh, interacts with you know the other Marvel characters that we already know, like because right. I mean, come on. Once you introduce him he's got to be a part of the Avengers, right? Like, right. <laughs> I would assume uh, some kind of fighting group. I mean,
1: I think he was a mainstay or um uh rotating character in the new Avengers. Nice. So, and, there and, and you go. Spider-Man like I want to see was it. too until he became like a main Avengers.
0: Yeah. Yes, I'm curious. I'm curious as to what they're gonna, how they're gonna use him in the universe going forward. Because I really fucking love Chung Chi. I, I can't agree. remember the actor's name, sadly. Oh shit,
1: I I can't remember. Yeah, that.
0: that's all right though. Going to me, I think next for my number uh, four, right? Yeah. Yes, I haven't given my number four yet. The Green Knight. The Do Green it. Knight. I love the Green Knight. Oh, yeah. It was it held my favorite of the of 2021 for a quite probably like three or four months, like it was my favorite movie. Right. Um, I, I like a film where you know the filmmaker had full control of it. Right. You know, I like, I like these artsy films. Are there some pretentious moments in this movie? Absolutely. It's a, it's oh, a 24. Yeah. They're going to have some, uh, a few moments because they let the filmmaker do what the filmmaker wants. And it's, it's a fairly loyal, like it's got a lot of changes to the story but it, it hits all the right beats. Relatively, uh, the visuals was just fascinating, and I just uh, who was that? Was it Dev Patel? Was that? Uh,
1: uh, that sounds very familiar. I might. Familiar. That
0: I might, it might not be right. But the the lead actor in the Green Knight. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Loved album. it. Great job. Yeah. Great. Great Gawain. Gawain.
1: Gawain. Graywin. No. Glad That's your character. <laughs> 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 That's your wizard. Um uh, so number three, right? Now, yes. Uh but I will ha- I want to say about oh, the Green sorry. Knight. Uh yes. the Green Knight is very easily my sixth, if not, uh tie all three Raya the Last Dragon and Shang-Chi, all three of them together. They I right. I love all three of those movies. But there was something with that ending that kind of ticked me off until you kind of threw in your uh, yeah. what your observations on it. I need a rewatch of it. Yeah, I feel like if yeah, I rewatch of it, it, it will it would shoot up in the list.
0: Hell, I bet that ending's on uh, YouTube now. You could probably just watch the ending on YouTube and just see. That's fair.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. See if I was if I was right in my observations or not. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh Well, see, I, th- I think three. It, like you, oh. we said it came down to a gesture, and I don't want to spoil the yeah. film because I think we said it behind a wall. So uh, right, my right. number three, my number three, I think I'm going to put The Power of the Dog. I fucking like that movie. It was really good. I was Super yeah. impressed right after watching it, which I felt that same way about the passing too. But I think passing would be just real close to making it on the list.
0: Yeah, see, I feel like we're we're kind of in sync again because that's where Passing came from to me, was number three. It was uh honestly, right after I had watched it, I was like, favorite movie of the year. But then I like I, I as like, you know, a couple of days have passed, I was like, no, 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 it's it's not. It's it's definitely up there though. It was really both of those films are fascinating, but passing for me was just phenomenal. Just phenomenal filmmaking. Again, it was another film where I think I think with the last uh Four films that we're talking about here, or that I'm talking about on my list, you knew that the filmmaker had total control. Oh yeah, like and and passing was definitely it. Definitely felt like that. It felt like Rebecca Hall knew exactly what story she wanted to tell, and she told it precisely how she wanted. Uh, I'll go with my number two next. Yes,
1: please.
0: I'm a blockbuster bitch. Number two's Dune, maybe Ah! Dune.
1: All right, I'm gonna go ahead before we talk about and just say I'm samezies. Uh, nice. it, it was either one or two, um, <clears throat> Yep. but I have a special place in my heart for my number one.
0: Nice. I, I, usually, I do for mine as well. And uh, Dune, as I said, I'm a blockbuster bitch. I fucking love, he went, Denis Villeneuve, uh, I'm sorry if I mispronounce her name, but one of my favorite directors of all time right now. Like, yeah. it, it, currently, of uh, the directors in the market, he is, if my not if not my favorite, he is at top two. And, you know, he is very amazing. It's it, between him and Robert Eggers, uh, The Witch and Lighthouse. Uh, I'm I, I'm oh, yeah. very excited for Robert Eggers. He just put out a trailer for his next movie called The Northmen.
1: Oh, super I, didn't, forward to that. I, I didn't know that was him for some reason. I see. Yeah. Excuse me. Part of the trailer. I ate too yeah. much for dinner. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah I'm, I'm very excited for their careers but uh with D- Denis Villeneuve with Dune above and beyond the the spectacle of this film amazing supposedly an unadaptable film I mean he he's got to do it in two parts and he got yeah. the second part coming so he, you know he could still stick the landing but with part one
1: he might crash it wildly into the- amazing it- <laughs> Into the dunes,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, you could, he could worm. feed it to
1: a sandworm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Great film. It was awesome. Just, just a visual treat, really. Uh, just, yeah. just to watch it for that, man. Ah, uh, just some great sci-fi vision. Um, and
0: if we, if we had watched say. it in the theaters, it might be number one. It's very possible.
1: Yeah. Because, yeah, honestly yeah, like again, I got We watched put a it in, in a smaller teeth.
0: But yeah. Fabulous film. And Football. uh
1: number one. Should right? I go? Yeah, yeah. I will go. So yeah. uh this movie was considered for a few Oscars last year. Judas uh-huh. in the Black Messiah, I think, was my favorite movie that we watched this year. Nice. It made a great impact on me. Um <clears throat> there's a lot of um, ideals that Fred Johnson expresses that really resonated with me, and you know, uh, the the men in black can te- come and take me away, I guess you now. Uh, but anyhow, I just I just really wanted to stand up and fight with them, you know. Yeah, that it really gave me that feeling, and it gave me a love for Lakeith Stanfield uh who oh my god yeah i just watched rewatched knives out uh secret review of knives out re- because i watched i bought it for nice. my mother and i totally forgot yeah. he was in it because he has that mustache yeah. in it
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> you forget everything about that film just because of fucking daniel craig yeah he's so he's hilarious that good like
1: that and i love that they make fun of his kentucky draw in it like that, yeah that that, that that really adds to it for me uh so good signal no, can... there but Anyhow, even Jesse Plemons is awesome in this movie. I think I liked him better oh, yeah, in this that. than I did as George. Yeah, the FBI agent he yeah, yeah. in this is really good.
0: Yeah, very far. I, I agree with that. I think he's more phenomenal in Judas and the Black Messiah than yeah. as George. Uh, I understand. Like, I, I completely, I would have put it up there if it had come out in December. It would have been number one, probably. But coming all, like going all the way back to February, I remember it. I, I definitely am just, you know, excited to see it again. Right. And like, I I remember being rocked by Lakeith Stanfield and, uh, Daniel Kaluuya's yes. performances. Both. But, oh my God, like, I, just like remembering Daniel Kaluuya gives speeches. Um, yes. as, it was, oh, man, yeah, it was just phenomenal. remarkable. Yeah. And, and, you know, as, as you said, I learned a lot and 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 watching the'- 'cause that we we've talked a lot about films that handled their stories in a very subtle manner, and that one wasn't very subtle no you know that was very much up front but one of the subtleties in, in in their filmmaking was how they handled that final uh that scene where uh i mean it's it's a spoiler for the movie, but like it's history um it's history, yeah. That when when what was his name, Chairman Fred? Right? Uh,
1: yes, Chairman Fred. Yeah,
0: yeah. When he gets assassinated by the police, that scene when it happens is so. It's not like a normal action scene. Of, yeah. Like you know, there's not like a music. It's just people bust in the doors. They're most of them are in uniform. They're in like plain clothes. It's
1: very real
0: and. Yeah, it's very real and it's very heart wrenching and just like and they they hold on Chairman Fred's wife for a very long time, and how she is trying not to just break down. Yeah, because uh, you know it's it's a big moment in her life and it's you know devastating and terrifying moment in her life, but she is being strong and like that 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 shot that it lingers on her for a long time has stuck with me. Oh yeah. So like if 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 this had come out much later. I mean, it came out when it needed to, of course, yes, but, yeah. um, I agree. It, it was still such a great movie. Uh, like I, 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 I totally would have put that in my top five, but I guess, I guess my brain has aged and put it in honorable mentions, but my, my, uh, my number one, my favorite thing of this year, uh, I included television shows on oh, this list sure. as well. And, uh, I mean, you can argue that my favorite is a, a long ass movie because it's Beatles Get Back.
1: It's really I, good. That's my. It's my really
0: good. And I would say,
1: I really. It's so good.
0: It. <clears throat> it, it it really moved me. Like I I again, they're not my favorite band. They're my second favorite band. I love Rush. Uh, I love everything about Rush, and I like a lot about the Beatles. I I specifically like just the history of it, and. I could have done as I said when we reviewed it I could have done 10 more hours of this 8-hour documentary like I I was just in love with sitting there and watching the, these uh these men create like it was just it was it was an experience and it was very moving And it was again, I like, I woke up at three in the morning and I was just like, Oh, I could watch the ending. I still have two and a half hours left before work. And I got two and a half hours left of this, this documentary. So I just, you know, I blasted through it at three in the fucking morning, just great. Just it was amazing. And, and it was one of those that like the filmmaker had no creative control in how it was, uh, how it was captured, how it was filmed. And had total creative control in how he edited it. Yeah. And yet, Peter Jackson, he somehow edited the most perfect story to come from from what happened.
1: I agree. <laughs> his uh, his efforts alone uh, deserve uh, a trophy or two. So I expect that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it can't get nominated for something. You know. Yeah. But not it's not Oscars, a film, though. It, maybe that would be enough. Because it is, they did it in a series. It really is three movies, but (laughs) we
0: get the what is it? What is it? Golden
1: Globes? Is that? Yeah, I guess they could go to the Golden Globes. Uh, They they seem less prestigious for some reason, but you know those people work hard. They deserve their accolades. (laughs) Um, So yeah, dude, I, I think we did it. I think that's the year. That's the year. Oh no, I I did because I did TV separately. I will say that I thought the worst TV show that we covered this year oh, right right was uh Marvel's What If um I oh, yeah, yeah. I really there's some stuff that I really enjoyed and I will watch the second season because I'm, I'm I am Marvel's lackey I lick their boots and wait for same, them to shit same. out some more for my breakfast uh-huh. um feed so, me I will watch more of it, so that that should give you an idea that we we at least have reviewed some pretty decent TV shows. Uh, there yeah. are more TV shows that I've watched that I like less than that, but I I didn't keep a list. So if I were to if I were to
0: jump off with my worst, not including Get Back, uh, I'll leave Get Back out of this. Sure, it really uh, is but a, document, my, a long
1: documentary.
0: Right, my worst television show that we reviewed is uh probably Masters of the Universe man. I do not care for that at all.
1: You know what? That one is pretty close. I almost forgot about it. I don't think you put it on the the list that you shared with me. Now I think about it.
0: Um yeah, I don't I I, I completely forgot about it too. Like yeah, I don't think I put it on that, that list either. That
1: my you know, I might have enjoyed what if just a little bit more, but I thought it was very interesting. Like, mm-hmm. So uh, and, and I the the second part has dropped, so I do plan to watch that and do it for a faceless pitch sometime. But yeah, you'll have to give us a faceless pitch on it because I don't I don't, I don't I plan that. on going back don't, to it. Don't worry about it. I'm on it. <laughs> 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 I feel like they did a whole season, and then like some, the editing was taking too long or something, and so they just cut it in half because it was only five episodes, and it hasn't right. even it hasn't been close to a whole year. Yeah. Excuse me. Anyhow, my favorite television show, I'm going to say WandaVision. Loki uh, was also very awesome. Right. But WandaVision uh, was great. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, I feel... I was going to say, I feel bad because, yeah, it's like a lot of the shows that I've watched have been just Marvel shows. I know. Because uh, choosing... Outside of Get Back Again, choosing my favorite TV show would have come down between Hawkeye, WandaVision, and Loki. Mm-hmm. And I give it to Loki. Um, I think, uh, not to give spoilers for our future review of Hawkeye, I feel like Hawkeye just goes a little below WandaVision.
1: Yeah, it but is. I, think, I thought it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed yeah. it. It's It's a Christmas show. We'll talk about it. It is. Yeah,
0: we'll about talk about it. 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 It's a lot of fun, though. And... Yeah, it, that and WandaVision were both very entertaining and good pieces for this this new, you know, branch off of the universe. For me, it's The Loki.
1: Yeah. It was good. It was good, but WandaVision is concept art. I yeah. mean that I mean for me they I didn't need anything else. It, it's right. so good. I just you got to go. The Loki's watch Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston's great and they do <laughs> awesome with that show. Well, yeah, they do. all right i think we uh we stole your eardrums for long enough uh but you know Indeed. if you want to watch another episode go ahead <laughs> listen <laughs> we, we <should> watch i <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah I go do. ahead and listen <laughs> give us a listen
0: uh someday we could probably get it both uh just audio and visual you know that'd be yeah, fun yeah
1: yeah i guess we could show on my face sometime <laughs> Both of us just wearing our <laughs> human suits and being on cameras. I I have thought well, about like pitching to Netflix. Hey, Netflix, if you're listening, perk up. Um, I've oh, yeah, p- yeah. thinking yeah. about pitching to them like uh that you know you film us sitting behind a desk, uh, and you know you edit it to look like I don't have a face and that you're a space alien and. And well, we just yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you
0: film us actually. You film you us actually, film us our, and then you edit suits. it to look like it's edited.
1: Yeah, you edit it to look like it's edited, yeah. yeah. They, <laughs> they film our human suits, and and that's just to confuse them, yeah, to make them look like Exactly.
0: Real. Yeah. <laughs> it's just to fuck with everybody. I like it. Netflix, if you're listening. <laughs> if you're listening, Netflix. Uh, we got merch if you want to sure, buy a Netflix. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Netflix, if... If you wanna come and support our merchandise or just, you know, support us, hey, you know, we'll we'll pitch your, your streaming service. Not that you need oh our help. God. Um and you know, also uh, Netflix is not a sponsor. So <sighs> nope. I think well, that's a uh, this show. has been a fun year. Yeah, yeah, we'll
0: have we'll have, you know, the exact same shit coming at you next year and it's gonna be a lot of fun and exciting. And maybe maybe we'll, we'll be able too. to revamp it. Who maybe else? some new shit too. Maybe we'll take shits on you. Oh, <gasps> I have but been the that. Green Traveler from Gorge. <laughs>
1: and I am the Faceless Leode. Safe travels and safe words. Good night. Good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. If you like the show, please show your support by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you might listen. We also now have a Patreon account. If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You can also find more information about us on our Facebook account or on the FictionWorks19 Instagram account. Thank you so much for
2: listening.